time for the Susan Taylor Podcast, where we discuss the yoga of mind, medicine, and healing. Author of Feeling Good Matters, Sexual Radiance, and the Vital Energy Program, Dr. Taylor imparts authentic knowledge and practical tools that inspire, educate, and empower us to be a healing force for positive change. So join us and take your life and our planet to the next level. Hello and welcome to episode 105, Self-Transformation, the Secret of Yoga Science. What does yoga science mean to you? When people talk about yoga, they often think it has something to do with the physical being only, our body going to yoga class. And in today's episode, I'd like to talk about what is yoga science, how it relates to healing and self-transformation, and how to practice the teachings. I'm excited about this topic because it's something that's held dear to me since I've been a participant for about 40 years now. And I'd just like to let it come across that yoga is a science and it deals with the body, breath, mind, and soul, and ultimately the universe itself. And it has both a practical application and theoretical. According to yoga science, our body and mind are one, and the body is the physical outward expression of a much more subtler energy field of the mind, which is held together by the deeper force of what I term the healing force. You can also say the life force. It's an energy field. It's important to understand deeper dimensions of ourselves and the concept that what appears as our physical manifestation is driven by this subtle dimension of our healing force. It's only then do we really understand the dynamics of this life force, I'm going to use this interchangeably, and its fullness, you know, in its fullness. And so we have to take our life and work to the next level by understanding this. And when we do that, we transform. It's important to remember that we all want to be happy, healthy, and holy for that matter, because these three components give us joy, enabling us to live with freedom and fulfillment, really to fulfill our purpose in life. This life force provides the nourishment of what both our body and mind need to have to blossom and live with the full potential. The dynamics of this life force or healing force can be understood when we know who we are and what makes this energy field flow, what changes it. This healing force impacts both our mind and body, so it's the mind-body complex, and it needs really to be understood if we're going to live a life of fulfillment and realization. In other words, knowing how our body and mind are integrated and operate as one, that's what we're really looking for here and that's what yoga science is all about. It's on this basis that we can heal, nourish, and transform our life and yoga is that connection. But let's first define yoga. And the root of yoga is Y-U-J, yug, which means to join or yoke to concentrate our attention. And this is why focus is so imperative to healing. When we focus, we concentrate our energy, which creates a powerful force. And when we direct this energy towards healing, it becomes the healing force. You know, when I wrote the book, The Yoga of Mind, Medicine and Healing, I always mention when we train our mind through meditation and its practices, utilizing diet, nutrition and herbs skillfully, we're able to really ignite this healing force. 
within. And that's what lets us transform ourselves and our lives. And look, it's nothing brand new. Yoga science is a science and it's very old. In fact, it's about 5,000 to 6,000 years old. It gives us the science and practices to work with the mind, offering the prescription to really reclaim our health and vitality and ultimately transform our lives. You know, yoga science provides, it really, it provides that scientific template that we, we really have in the external world in science, but it's, it's there to employ our higher knowledge and experience, happiness, health, security. And as I mentioned, while fulfilling the purpose of life without having misery and bondage and pain and suffering. So it really allows us, I always think of the yoga scientist because it serves as the framework for us as a scientist researcher would. I know I was in a research program where you gather, you measure, you organize your data to make predictions and testing those predictions into repeatable experiments. And we get conclusions out of that. And we learn that when we're doing it on the inner research, we get conclusions about ourselves. Like for example, if we speak a certain way or if we think a certain way, and if we pay attention to that, we're going to get a result. That's your scientific experimentation, your inner experimentation. So all our experiences, our thoughts, our actions, Anything that we're doing during the day can serve as our data points to really see who we are. So this self-research becomes the basis when we look at, as I said, our daily thoughts, our words, our deeds, and it helps us act and live more skillfully with more compassion, lovingly. We're able to be more balanced physically, mentally, emotionally, as well as spiritually. So we transform ourselves to what we are, to what we can become. Remember, keep in mind the research I'm talking about here is doing it on your own mind, body, sense complex and its relationship to the world. So we do this within ourselves and it's the path of self-inquiry. That's why I always say, walk with me on the path and for Feeling Good Matters or any of the projects that we do, it's the path. We want to walk the path. Nobody can give you that path. They can just show you the direction and then you go and have the experiences that are unique to you. So why is it necessary for transformation? Well, yoga science doesn't offer any religion, no, no new religion for that matter. You know, it's no, not asking anybody to change their religion. It's just a methodology. And through the study of yoga science, you could really become, you know, you learn to understand yourself better on all levels, including your physical well-being, your actions, your thought processes, emotions, and desires. You'll also understand how you're able to be, how you're able to relate to the world and how you'll understand when the world relates to you and how to lead a successful life in the world. You know, we're here talking about your method of being, thinking, acting, and living. So yoga science creates a bridge between the internal and external conditions of life. Yoga is a way of improving yourself, a way of understanding your internal states. You know, when I speak about yoga here, I'm not referring again to the physical exercises that someone does in class. I said it's a method of understanding how to relate to the world, both inner and outer. Whoever you are, we all have that potential within us. And the key is we want to be aware of this. And if we're aware of this, we then want to know how to use it. And for those that have studied yoga science for a while, Pantanjali, the codifier of yoga, the yoga sutras, 
really encourages us to be aware of the potentials that we have and to learn how to use them. You know, and this practical science says to explore us, just keep exploring more and more and more as you live. You become the researcher, the explorer into your own self, and that leads to self-transformation. So we go from mundane and unhappiness to spiritual and joyful. So how can someone living in the world practice yoga science? Well, if you understand the fundamental principles of yoga science and the why, then you can start working with yourself. Because yoga science should be practice. And if it becomes easy for you, then you know that the practice is moving forward. It will become easy over time. And there are two ingredients that I'd like to introduce. Uh, what you really need to start practicing this. First, you need to have the desire to know more. So instead of just accepting status quo, you have that desire to say, wait a minute, I'm not sure if life's supposed to be this mundane or if we tend to be depressed or miserable or anxious. This requires that you inquire and do a search. And that search is self-inquiry. We want to learn to understand the workings of our mind and soul. So I always say, use your body as feedback. You know, if you do sit and have a quiet time every day, I'll call that meditation, you'll notice that if a thought comes up or a worry comes up, you can watch actually where that gets deposited in the body itself. You know, where you feel light for one moment and then all of a sudden a thought pops up and you'll see the whole mind field get a cloud over it. And once you start recognizing that, that's when you start really getting rid of these unwanted stray thoughts that really could create havoc in your whole your whole day just by not really reining in the mind. Remember, the mind is one of the senses itself because it just can really play with you. And when it's untrained, it can really be a problem. So the first is we have to have that desire to want to know more for self-inquiry. And the second, specific practices that will take you along in that direction. You need to know that. The first practice starts with paying attention to the breath. This even precedes paying attention to your thoughts. The breath is really the link between the mind and body. And wherever the breath goes, mind goes. Apply this technique and then put it into meditation. And then you have your practice. Because life is a question in front of you. If you want to know something more, you must do the research. And that's the inner research. And that's yoga science. That's what yoga science is all about. Remember, the word yoga means unification, to unite with. You have to unite yourself with the whole. At present, we're all individuals and we're experiencing challenges causing misery. And the cause of this misery, according to Pantanjali, the codifier of the Yoga Sutra, is ignorance. We choose to ignore. Ignorance, ignore. We're ignoring what we really are and what we're capable of. It's self-created. It's self-created by that mind that has that chatter. Well, you can't do this. You don't want to do this. All these thoughts that are programmed from early childhood tend to just be there. And we could, we could override them very easily by rewiring our brain, by changing our thought. So when we choose to ignore, that's what we call by ignorance. You can be free from that misery because it's self-created. That's the point. And you can actually start training yourself. I've done enough podcasts where we talk about, uh, we've had talks on this 
even on our conference calls where we talk about, you know, detoxing the mind, clearing the clutter from the mind, because that's what really creates, that's where we choose to ignore who we really are. And we're believing all those things that may come in, you know, just like, oh, well, you don't look good today. You don't feel good today. All these little things that may create a problem. As a great master once said, you have to light your own lamp. No one will give you salvation. And he's talking here about enlightenment. All individuals have the responsibility to enlighten themselves. That means step into light. Take your lampshade off, step into light, as I say. And he says, do, don't think you can't do it. You have that spark and you're fully equipped. You simply need to discipline yourself. And discipline is not a prison. It simply means practice. You know, dis, dis, think about discipline, disciple. They all come from the same root. So we really want to practice. When we practice living, then we could really begin to enjoy life because guess what? There are no mistakes. There are no regrets. It's all one big practice and we could enjoy it together. And as I always say, do your research. Research, that inner research. Many of you, I've been saying, do your research. I say outward research, but it's really the inner research when I always say, if something doesn't feel right to you, discard it. Doesn't matter who's speaking about it, credentials or anything, just discard it. Do the research on what's best for you. And that brings us to the end of this episode. And if you'd like to be notified weekly for a new podcast, please subscribe. The Susan Taylor Podcast is available on YouTube, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and TuneIn. Each week, you'll get an email that reminds you if you do sign up. And you can also go to SusanTaylor.org, where you can click on the podcast and subscribe there. And again, contact us at SusanTaylor.org with any questions, comments, or feedback. Today's topic on yoga science was brought to you, you by one of our community members, really asking what is yoga science, and hopefully this answered for you. And again, thank you so much for listening. And until next time, remain calm, consciously aware, living in the moment. 